Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. City of angels try to chain us down, but society can't tame us. Granny told me gotta be safe, but we stay dangerous. You also bought a book, and we already burned the pages. Who you really gonna call when it all get crazy? Who you throw in the ball for that new Mercedes? How you gonna risk it all and do a 180? How you gonna catch that hell, Mary Patsy Faye? You can keep the hate in the backseat. All these rappers running in place so they never catch me. Running for the sprint, but this money be everlasting. And they said they capping, they calling me I am mad. Yeah, I am mad. Yeah, I am mad. He is. He's bringing home money. It's only, it's only about 20 of y'all that we know. bringing all the deals? It's only about 20 NFL people that we know. So if you take Aaron Rodgers out, I don't know nobody else on, on the Packers. Who the fuck on the Packers besides Aaron Rodgers? So, Nick, you believe in, in the face of a franchise, right? You believe in you believe in who's driving the revenue. Yeah, you better treat that man right. Yeah. And you feel that they should get that. So... In a company, that's what's hap- That's what happens. Yeah, so why would they call him and say, "Aaron, what you doing? We thinking about cutting the third. We cut. We cut. We cutting this guy. Dude, what do you think about it? He. What, what, that's, that's their whole job. But did they pay him his money? Pay him. They. They did pay him. He got his money. Did they give him what? What he asked for? They did. Why you think they did that? I don't know. Cause they uh, sense of weakness. I think it might be. I think it was not. Hey, brother knowledge. The belt. Aaron Rodgers, the belt. The on, brother knowledge. 2010. So I was there in Milwaukee. I'm rolling still. 2010. MVP last year. That MVP, he wasn't the MVP of winning the championship. Tom Brady was the MVP of the Super Bowl. They take their MVP different than how we take in the league. If you MVP in the league, you the, you know. Mike, you you a purist, bro. You a purist about the game on it and the, and the discipline of it and, and what comes with it. And I respect that a lot because you're looking at the talent and the work that comes into it. One, because I know you play on defense. And I understand on the defensive side, it's a little different than what, what we used to call prima donna quarterbacks. It's a different, it's a different, it's a different look. But, but in the sense of a business and where the NFL is and where the NBA is, I think folks are doing it differently. And I think, I think the players, and, and honestly, a lot of folks are looking at what the NBA is doing. Y'all got brands. Our faces seem. They see our face. You see this face? She just swag. But the thing oh, about though, but oh. that's the problem though, because everybody want brands, but nobody want, want what come with brands. And you got a brand that comes with responsibility. And now you you got a, you got this brand, you built this brand. Now you mad because somebody judged you because you did something that you weren't supposed to do. Like that's a part of having a brand. So, so you gotta have your own brand. People do not know what coming brands. They think it's easy to just make some clothes or make something. That's hard. It takes a lot of hard nights. He whispered in your ear real personal. He like, he like had a, a cupped hand. Like. You know, we ain't got no mic in the ear, so you know what I'm saying? I got to get it how I can get it. Uh, but I think one of the things is, you know, he was asking really, is if you were a football player, what position would you play? Wide I got to get that to y'all. I'm a wide receiver, for sure. Who? He said wide receiver. He said wide receiver. I feel like Brandon, I feel like you could be a cornerback. Man, I'm Dion. 
Yeah, I feel like he got he got cornerback build. I feel like you could I feel like you could be a receiver. You see, you see the you see the <laughs> you see the shine on the feet. Yeah, I'm like Odell Dion. <laughs> Odell Dion. <laughs> on my own. Yeah, me. So neither one of y'all pick quarterback though. Huh? Neither one of y'all pick quarterback. Give right here. I'm doing this every time. Doing this. Every, throw it up. I'm not playing that guy sport. Throw it up. I want to be. I don't want to be none of them motherfuckers. It was flag football. She took me out. I'm like, damn. So I was asking. I'm asking all y'all now that you know all the things that can happen in the NFL with traumatic brain injury, things that can happen in sports. So we were talking about Simone Bowles. The episode before about mental issues, mental health with sports. Considering all those things, not just the parts of like, you know, being a champion and being winning, getting money and success. What about the things that come with that? Will you still let your son play these sports considering the things that could happen to them? I mean, I'm going to tell you straight up. No. Um, and I and I love football. Right. And I love sports and I love what it did for me. Um, the same way that I love what West Point did for me. Right, and where that put my family. But at this stage, I'm raising a privileged child. I wasn't a privileged child. So my daughter, you know, my future son, God willing, will have a way different experience than me. So I, I would say that they don't need to. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to put them at that kind of risk because I don't think it's necessary for the upside. I would love for my kid to play football, but my son is kind of soft. Just, I'm just going to keep it real. He's soft. He like, you know, because he didn't grow up like I grew up. So I do want him to get a little tougher. I would want him to play, but, you know, I'd rather him play basketball and follow my footsteps. And now it's crazy that they get into it as they get older. So I, I wasn't the type of dad that's trying to force sports on him. Now that he's on YouTube and playing games and around his homies, I find him looking at, you know, Steph Curry sometime and looking at some of my old games. I'm like, damn, I just hear it in this room. And I'm like, that's dope. So now that I'm on him now. My son can't play no football. Just like that, you know. And people say, oh, well, my girl, I say, well, if you have a son, he's going to be like you. Right. But he can't play football. It's too dangerous. It's just too dangerous. I think if if I want my son to be competitive, I could put him in basketball. If I want my son to be learn how to play on a team, I could put him in um, basketball. I could put him in something else. But football, when I look at it, I don't think that there's nothing I can't give him or he can't get doing something else. It's to me, it's just too dangerous. And knowing like knowing the history, like I've been on the field and I blacked out, right? I've hit somebody in their knee, knee with a helmet on and blacked out, right? That's not the experience that I want to I want to go through. You know, whoever, my wife, I don't want her to go through that, right? So my intention is for my kid not to play football, right? And I know some people say, oh, you can't control what your kid does. But I think you can. I think you can influence what your kid does, you know? And then when he gets older, he can make the decision for himself. But at least before high school, he's not playing any football. No way. Damn, so football is that bad? It's tough, man. Yeah, if you if you have a son, if you have a son, if I had a son, I, I'm not sure if I would want him to play. Uh, I'm not sure if I would want him to play football. I feel like I'm like him. Like this, with the position I played was so violent. Like you had this, basically you lifting another man off his feet every single play, and like it's just such a commitment to have to play defensive lineman in the NFL or just college and then high school doing that for like 20 years. I'm not sure if I would want my son to play football, but also too, I look at the grand scheme of like 2020 and looking at all the protests in America, looking at everything that was happening, looking at it from a, um, a scale and being like, okay, 
what's the next beyond protest and looking at different avenues. Is it science? Is it architecture? Is, what is, where can I put a black male in to, so we can have bigger numbers? And I think well, you can do that with your daughters. too. Well, I do that with my daughter. I don't have the issue with my daughters. Like my daughter is like, you know, she's like a genius. Well, ain't it, ain't they like softening up the NFL? Like why it's is it super soft too? I feel like, I feel like my lash is like, I feel like, I don't know. I'm like, so why is it still like, well, it don't really matter how soft it is, man, because it's, it's like, a, it's, it's, it's a collision sport. It's a hundred percent injury rate, you know, like, you gonna break bones? I would say because y'all play once a week. That's why I would be like. Nah. I mean, Duke, how many have you had surgeries? Yeah, I've had surgery. How many? I've had six. How many? Have you had surgery? I've had two surgeries. I ain't even make it to the league, and I got two surgeries. But 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 this is my thing though. This is my this is the. Everybody get hurt. This is the thing I this is the thing I battle with right because it's some, it's like. It would say the thing that love you, the thing you love the most can hurt you the most, right? And I feel like with sports sometimes, like football, it's like, it's hard for me to go to like, go see what football could do for somebody and tell them not to go get what I got out of football. You know, when you go to these neighborhoods and you understand the level of what football could do. For I had sure. this conversation with Roger Goodell, I'm like, in the football, you we have to be able, oh, sorry. No, no, we got a break because we got some food coming in. Chef Alex is coming in, gracing us again. Come on in. We're going back to the East Coast with some Puerto Rican food. This is the Oh, Pollo. man. What are we doing now? Okay, so this is Oscar Pollo. I grew up on this. And some cute black it? beans. The Capullo. Now, Chef Alex, you got to You got to tell us, because, I mean, you got to say that a little slower for us oh, to make sure we get it. Just chicken and rice and Spanish. Now, this is Is this part of your heritage? Yeah, so. I didn't get some pig feet. The, uh -oh. <laughs> no, get some cornbread. Chicken thighs. When I'm gonna get some cornbread. Chicken thighs are tender. Some pig feet. Some hog <laughs> I love how you put like you take the you know traditional food and add some greens to it. The avocado. You, you, you are you are both you are black. You ain't got no cheeseburgers. Yeah, Puerto Rican. Grew up okay. in Maryland, but okay. live in Brooklyn. Give me so. some McDonald's but, in here. Uh, he don't know. He don't know any better. He about to see. Dark meat, style, chicken thighs are the best. So yeah, one of my white friends, he just like he was like, he texted me, he was like, bro, I have fried chicken thighs. It's so it's good. the best. Been high? I'm like, bro, what the hell is fried chicken? You never had fried chicken thigh? Like chicken thighs are like amazing. This is weird. Why Hold up. Hold up. It's like they found about Black Lives Matter and chicken okay. in the same year. We got a question for you. So if you have a son, would you let him play football? Oh, I don't know. Okay, wait. So my boyfriend actually used to play football. Okay. For me, it's such a rough sport. And I heard about like the trauma that's to your head. But like that's like the, that's the thing. I would let him play football if he has like aggression to get out. Mm. So I feel like, especially as black men, like you guys carry a lot of and then I'm not trying to like stereotype. You were you definitely stereotype. I know. Like I have one. Just say it, just say it, just say it. Those football people crazy. He suffers from depression and like he played basketball to get that out. And yeah. so he's still dealing with it. But for him, like sports was like it was an outlet. Yeah. And so I would let him, my son, I hope I have some one day. But you know, play football. And honestly any sport, but football to me is like if you have that extra aggression, and my boyfriend said that, he was like I played football because as a kid, I held a lot in. So, that's why. You know, I think I got three boys, and I feel like just in life, I'm going to give my kids freedom to be whatever they want to be. Ooh, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I just feel like, you know, I grew up without a dad, 
you know what I'm saying, mother trying to figure it out. So the freedom that she gave me to become the man I am today and who I am, like figuring out, I'm 31 years old, I'll be 32 in September 23rd. So I just feel like in my life, like I want to give my kids freedom, like be whoever you want to be. But like, like, you. like, like, because I went through a lot. Yeah, go ahead. So like, I, so I'm in this new space of betting on myself and all of that. So yeah. I followed the book, like went to college when I wanted to go to culinary school. Yeah. And then like, I worked for 10 years and I bet on myself. So it's like my parents finally like, okay, like we believe in you, but like, how did you feel growing up? Like, did they let you like do anything you want to do? Or you're like, okay, you got to go to school and college and you got to play ball or whatever. I mean, I, my mom was strict. Like I never went to prom. I never went to school, dance or anything. So I missed out on a lot. So yeah. and you didn't go I to mean, prom dog? Huh? I got two. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, I went to Oak Hill. I mean, I mean, you know, yeah, they went, they went doing no problem. Yeah, I went to Oak Hill and then I went <laughs> over, straight over Italy, like after that. So I, I was all right. Um, but, you, uh, but, but just in, like you know, a lot of things in life that I did miss, but like just the freedom of <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Listen, that was after that. That was after all that. Listen, that was after all that. He's there, BJ, for everybody. <laughs> 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 Come on, Jay. 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 Come on, that's how you kicked him out. You know Nick was kissing in the club too, so we're gonna let it go. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I didn't see him kissing in the club. For sure. No, please, Brandon. Oh, no. I was coming out with the lights, DJ, BJ kiss. I'm like, wow. What he talking about? I've never seen Nick in the club. You want to give your kids the freedom, right? Yeah. Do you feel like, all right, so we're talking about playing in the NFL and if our kid, will we let our kid play in the NFL, right? But I feel like, our experience playing the NFL is different than the experience of watching the NFL, right? So going through those injuries, right. having those concussions, mm-hmm. having to practice every single day and, and, and getting hurt in practice. I don't know if basketball players get hurt in practice like that. You know what I mean? So these things are... Yeah, I did. Remember? We do. We do. We do. And you work hard, you get sore. I know that. But it, when, you, when we go through those experiences, I think for me at least, that's what shapes my my idea was like, yo, you know what? If I have a son, I don't want him to play football. You know, but, but so I could. Whole thing, like, like you, when you have a kid, it's like, I want them to be like who they are. Cause like, listen, okay. I wanted to be a dancer and I sucked at dancing. Yeah. So I, I feel like when I have a daughter, I'm like, okay, ballet, all of it. But I'm like, I can't put that on my daughter, you know? Why not though? Cause then I feel like I'm living vicariously through her. But can't you influence them to do what you think is best for them? I mean, true. That's what I would. That's what I would do. I think. I just feel like this time on where we are in, in this earth, right? So it's like, you know, we don't know how much time we have. So I'm gonna go hard as hell. I'm gonna go hard as fuck just to, you know, what I'm saying, so my kids can have something to live for. So that's why you give them freedom so they can understand what what I've done in this world. Like, yo, know, I play ball. Shit, I started a fashion company. Who knows what's next? Like. I'm never going to stop because I want my kids to know that, yo, don't ever stop. Like, don't ever take your foot off the gas. And like, 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 you know what I'm saying? So like, I mean, and, and it's all about what we teach our kids. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's all about what we teach them and like your experience in football. Like, you know what it's going to take. So the, 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 the social media, the, the, the doctors, everything we have now is different from when, when we first came up. So I feel like this is all about what you teach your kid. 
Can you take your plate? Because it's empty. Yeah, Let's give it up to Chef Alex. Hey, it's hidden. Puerto Rico in the building. Puerto Rico's in the building. But from my experience, though, I feel like every time I, like, tell God I'm not going to do something or something, it's like, then I get put in situations. So it's like... We saying one thing and then it's like your son coming to you like, Dad, I love football. I want to be in football or anything. But I also feel like having avenues for for your kid to explore. I think sometimes what happens in the sports now is that we professionalize sports so early. Like kids at four years old, yeah. he's a basketball. But then he going to basketball camp. Can he go to art camp? Can he go to science? Like so you can figure out. So that was what was cool about. Um, Space Jam, even though I didn't like the movie LeBron actor, he had like, you know, he was like 75 percent good. You know, but the but the end when he went to that camp at the end, the gaming camp, that was like a good message because I think sometimes in the black neighborhoods, like we don't invest in those those ideas of our kids being something more beyond athletes. Like we go to like if you go to the the basketball game, everybody there. But the science project would be like, man, where your daddy at? I tell myself, I say, if you're but gonna play these games, you better be the best guy. But let's say this though, right? You guys have different exposure. Right? You got a whole different peer view right now. Right? You're seeing you have peers that are successful in multiple things, not just sports. You guys are living in affluent neighborhoods. You guys are you guys are looking at different things, and your kids now are exposed to different things. Where sometimes these sports were an outlet for a lot of these kids. That was the only realm of success. So, what's the impact of now, Nick? You got you got three kids, right? So you got three kids that, by all sense of the words, are 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 privileged. That's all. So, and you call that you call that soft, right? But they might just be into different stuff, right? Than than you. Hell, my kids. I'm I, call, I could talk to my kids right. like that. Yeah. yeah. So, so what is that experience like, though? Right? Where are you? Where are you pulling? Because how are you now guiding them? And I want to. I want to understand that from from all you know. I don't know. Like sometimes I find myself in situations where, like, even at school, one time my son got into a fight and. He got bullied one time, and uh, like me, I wanted to fight the dad. I wanted to know who is, who is here. Yeah, I was like, why you hit him back? But then I'm thinking, like, I didn't raise. He wasn't raised to, to just be fighting all day. He was having fun. Like I used to, you know. So I wanted to get mad at him for allowing somebody to do that to him. But he's only what six years old, five years old. So, so I had to like take that back and realize where he's at in his life, where he live, he don't live around the certain situations I did. So well, I also think it's like you have to deep you deprogramming yourself yeah. because sometimes it's like, you know, your child is crying and the first thing you wanna be, shut up, stop crying. <laughs> yeah. What are you crying about? It's like that's what we heard when we was a kid. The hell is it? and so it's like you have to like deprogram yourself to to have some emotional connection when they talking and not brushing them off, like because that presence and being in that moment, that's what they remember mostly. You know, they're not gonna remember all the championships or. Yeah, I feel like a shell to them, yeah, because I babied them too much. Yeah. Well, it's like. not really baby. You fathered him. You fathered him and nurtured him in a way that most of us didn't do. You, we deprogramming ourselves. It's hard to deprogram yourself because it's, even with my daughters, I'm like, dang, I should, I really want to be like. Right. Yeah. But then it's kind of like. <laughs> Let me let me hear what you're saying, like because sometimes, like as a man, you just kind of you already thinking about like how to fix the problem, and sometimes you talk to some people, they want to go through the process of actually figuring that problem out and how they got there, and you don't need to solve it for them. You just dare to listen, and I think that's hard as a father sometimes to do that because you just be like, I already know the answer, this is gonna happen, but that's where the growth happens as a father and for them too. But that's just a hard conversation to have because it's, in some ways, it's like you said, like it's the privilege, and it's like I feel like. In this situation, as a parent, when you have wealth, 
and you, it's more about you teaching your kids how to, to be in white spaces because they're in more white spaces than you were as a kid. Like, I remember going to Texas A&M and being like, oh my God, like, I've never seen so many white people in my life. Like, they was everywhere. I feel like, they had like, you know, it was crazy because that's how it really was because, you know, you go in our neighborhood, you know, there's white kids there, but the white kids there, they kind of like, they look bit like you a little bit, you know what I mean? They, so going to Texas A&M and being like 50,000 white people and like, NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. If approved, applications are typically funded the next business day or sooner. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals, to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step, but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. Being told, like, I'm gonna, I can't wear my shirt like this, it's like, that's a that's an issue for kids, too. And I mean, you got, you got sons. So, right? like, I just feel like, you know, I grew up in Compton, single-parent mother home, and, you know, my perspective was always going to be different, you know, no father figure. So I just feel like, to me, it's just not putting my kids, like, I just don't want my kids to feel like they got to be pressured to make it in basketball because I did. Like, you know, so for me, it's just like, you know, just be whoever you want to be. Like, you know, I don't I don't want to put no pressure on, on, on anything. Like, you know, I, I just feel like our kids are going to be whatever we teach them, whatever we teach them. Like they're like the, the, the world is getting bigger. The world is getting growing. It's going to keep changing. So we have to be as parents. We don't have all the answers. Like we don't know all that. We're, we're, we're like, you know, when you're when you have a kid, you're young, you're trying to figure it out like you don't you don't really know. So. To me, it's like, you know, we just try to keep, teach our kids not to make the same mistakes we did. That's the biggest thing I'm fearful of with my daughter. But I am different on my daughter than I am on my son. Of course you are. You can't help it. I think my daughter changed me more than anything. Daughters do change you, bro. But why, though? You got. You should teach her the same game you, you teach your son. Vulnerability. I think it's biggest. the biggest was vulnerability with daughters. Because we need we need more strong black women. Like, like so if they if, if the men are not teaching the women, then how... I'm, I'm just saying. No, but I think my daughter did chase me for vulnerability though, because I felt like I felt like like being in, being in the NFL, like I like I was like everything's savagery, like it's like savage, like you gotta be a savage every moment, and like having daughters is like 
It's like, it's like, they start chipping away at you. Like, okay, it's again. Next thing you know, you sitting on the bed laughing. Like, oh shit, like, you got me. Like, you got me. I'm listening to, watching these cartoons. Love, you gotta teach your tough love early. Watch out, sit over there, watch out. Ain't no, ain't no doll, nothing. Sit over there. Any man, any man come in, watch out. Daddy not playing. No, that's what's wrong. That's what's wrong. We teaching our. But Nick, let's let's. But Brandon, Brandon, let's say this though, right? So you got, you got, black women now are far more educated than black men. You got life expectancy. You got life expectancy is far better for, for black women than black men. So you don't you don't see it as a difference when you're looking at your children, in terms of they might take different type of nurture. I just feel like everything we learn is from a black woman. Like I mean, we're all black men, so everything we learn is from a black woman, right? So they don't have all the answers, but what they've seen and what they, like, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm just in general, like, just for like, like you know, just like we're talking real life, like we're talking like you know, without a woman we wouldn't be. Like, let's stop acting like. Huh? Like each parent teaches you something different. I, I think I think mothers teach you how to love. But who are you coming out of and who's who's doing this? That's nurturing. Right? So you tell you don't want to nurture so your who, daughter. Who's you the said first treat her like you, you treat them. No, son. You said get your ass in that corner. No, no, no. Right, that's the mama. But what what I'm saying is like I mean, like, no, don't don't I mean I'm not like like listen, man, if you got a dad and he can teach you, but at the end of the day, like I feel like shit, I was gonna always be better than my dad. Like I always gonna feel like I was gonna be better because be, be, because my like but I feel like, I feel like, like, like just because like but I also feel like with that's I feel like like with siblings too and fathers it's like I feel like you should no no I also feel like you should I feel like you shouldn't be in competition with your siblings or your father like like I feel like like my mom had me at like sixteen like right so she's sixteen having a baby it's like for me to be thirty five and hold her to the mistakes that she made is unfair. Like it's like it's, but I feel like it's sometimes as a parent we get we get older and we look at all the things that our kids are, we look we get older as adults and look at everything our parents did and it was like it was wrong. But I feel like you I feel like you don't have to be better than your dad. You just gotta go farther than him. Like being better doesn't always equate to first, being more But that's the first like but, but but that's the first confidence that you get is like, you know, from your parents. It's like, you know, like my mom like shit, she was a dog. Like, you know, she put everything on her shoulders and was like, get it. That's why I'm who I am today. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I feel like it don't, like, you don't need, like. And that not having your dad didn't matter though? No, no, no. I'm saying if I, if I, if I had a dad, then shit, maybe I would be, my, 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 my career would have been better. I would have been more consistent as a, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, I would have more guidance. But I mean, I'm not going to fault my mom. I mean, shit, that's all she knew. Like, that's all she, but I am the man I am. You know, I'm not faulting it, but yeah, if I did have a dad, I'm sure like my career probably would have been better because I would have had a better understanding of how to treat women or, or, or like everything. If I had a dad and you might not even be playing basketball. You might end up being something different. I think everything that we did is a learned. I don't know, but you never know. that rock at three years old. It was a rat. Like, you know, yeah, but everybody's experiences is different. And I think the thing that you said earlier, which I which I agree with Swaggy and I disagree with you on, but doesn't disagree. Doesn't mean don't respectfully. It's just I feel like with children, that idea of like, like you don't have to like tell them to go sit in the, because I feel like children want to be talked to more. I think sometimes we, when you have a conversation with your kid, you'd be like, God, you smart as f like you like you you get caught off guard yeah. sometimes. And I think sometimes we don't give them that to explain themselves. I think it's more about 
with, with children is to ask them a question and put them in the mindset of giving you an answer that makes sense. Okay, so why did you do that? Like sometimes my kid, my daughter, I'm like, you know what you're really doing? You're really disrespecting your mom. You tell them you're not doing this. And then it breaks down because it's really challenging them morally versus what they really see. I think that's what we have to do as parents sometimes is challenge our kids' morals so they can really have an understanding of what they're really committing to. Let's keep it all the way real, right? We sitting here with with four black fathers that are extremely active in their kids' lives. I mean, it's important, no? It's gonna shape these children differently. You're gonna have a different impact on your kids. You're gonna have a very different impact on your kids than, than your wife, right? You're gonna have a very different impact on your children than, than what it was with you growing up. So I think, what does that impact mean for you guys? Because you guys all take it serious. Just want them to be better than me. The HD version. You know, like and like you said, like I'm not saying like put them in the no, corner, I, 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 but but what I'm saying is like like what you're saying, like, oh, I'm gonna treat my daughter but like different my son. It's like, no, nah, like they both gotta go in the corner. Like Have you ever cried in front of your kids? Huh? Have you ever cried in front of your kids? Yeah. That's crazy, right? For sure. Yeah. Y'all talking about shit that I don't know nothing about. Well, it's, well, it's, it's, cause I feel like you're gonna have that experience. I just think like parenting is a a difficult because I, I think like it's, it's a challenge because it's also too like even like being in a relationship like yeah. you with your wife and like as a man how do you like like does every moment have to lead to sex and like i think that's a hard thing for it's like okay you give me this hug but it's about to get you know like how do how can i just give you a hug without and i think sometimes women want that like they don't want you to be like damn bro like, you start at the back and you start <laughs> then you down it's like oh man like maybe she just wanted a hug you know question though duke you don't have kids yet right but you've been in a committed relationship for for a minute now. I have. You got you got a queen over there. You know what I mean? Uh oh. Look. Yeah, she over there. Look, you flashing that good smile. So. Hello. Uh, we've been together going on three years, talking for four, dating for four. You guys talk about kids? All the time, actually. That's that's pretty. That's that's one of the things I was going to ask you about because I have a brother. And he says like we never talked about kids. Um, he never talked about kids with his wife before they had kids, right? But me and my girl, we talk about kids all the time. We talk about marriage. I talk about what kind of mom you're going to be. I talk about, hey, yo, when we have kids, yo, it got to be me and you first. Yeah. You know what I mean? We got to be me and you first, right? Because all I hear is like women talk about they have kids and them lose themselves, right? So I try to tell my girl that, yo, obviously we don't have kids right now and it's different when you have kids. But the intention is when we have kids, me and you, we got to make sure we write all the time, right? We got to make sure we write, and we got to prior to we got to put each other. We need me. We need to come in on this segment. We need a woman to come in on this segment to understand that. But that's for me. That's the intention, right? So you got to be intentional about it and be proactive. So when you have kids, yo, hey, remember what we talked about, right? I'm gonna tell you right now. You better you take that, take that, and throw it in the trash. That shit do not work. That shit sounds so good though. We, when we have a kid and the baby cries, it's gonna be me and you. Your ass go, you gonna be in there. Look at you, you. It's me and you. Yo, 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 look, look. But take this out, you baby. It sounded beautiful, bro. I was with you. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did, let me ask y'all something. Let me ask you something. Did y'all, did any of y'all talk about it before y'all had kids? I did. Yeah, yeah. I know Nick did it. But I'm old. I did. Yeah, I know Nick. Nick, Nick didn't talk about it. 
Three kids by the same woman. No, no, because I had my daughter in college, so I was like, I had like 15. I was, my daughter 15, so it was kind of. Before you had kids, did you ever talk about, hey, yo, babe, when we have kids and be intentional. We just talk about kids. Right? No, that's not. When you when that baby crying, and then right. five years from the three, four, I call you. Right, right. You're at two o'clock in the morning. I'm gonna say, was it me and you? Right. <laughs> and she do you like that? <laughs> it's me and you, right? You gonna be right. like, nah? I'm like, that baby. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's how it's gonna be. Right? Here. B, BJ, did you talk about kids? <laughs> nah. No, I was wild. What happens is, I don't think motherfuckers talk about kids before they have them. Yeah. Like, actually, in- extensively talk about kids, yeah. talk about details. They just have them. Yeah. And they got to figure it out on, on the run. It's true. But the thing about being a parent, you never, it's never. You never prepare. I get you that. never prepare and it's never consistent because you have this child and you don't know what their personality is going to be. Right. And you don't know. It's like, it's like. Having kids is beautiful, but I don't think it's, it's right. with like marriage and kids. It's like you really can't prepare for the trials and tribulations that you're going to have because right. it's through it's through perseverance and sacrifice that you reach righteousness. So with families, it's the same thing. You can go through, you got to persevere, you got to sacrifice, and then eventually you might have some righteousness, but that yeah. don't always work out like that. Yeah, and it's not. I'm not saying it's going to be. Let's get to it, though. Y'all, y'all pro athletes, right? Having kids is a little different than. I mean, right? You, 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 alpha. You, you sitting at the top of the mountain. This, y'all ladies have to deal with something different. It's a little different attention. Yeah, it's interesting that you bring that up because I think sometimes growing up, when you first get in the NFL, you kind of like, I'm making this money, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm the, I'm in charge, I'm the charge. But it's like, if you come in a relationship like that, it kind of cripples it because you all, you always gonna make her feel like she's second. Yeah, you don't want to feel second. Yeah, to feel second. It's kind of like just because I'm making money, that don't make you. You still got your value. Woman. I would never put my money over, make her feel like she's not worthy. But a lot of people don't do that though. You say you would never. I would never like show, like throw money in her face like uh, that. Make her feel like she. Ain't. Yeah, like I don't. You listen to me. I make the money. I don't really watch Tyler Perry, but every time I think about Tyler Perry, that moment when he was in that bathtub, right. she, she had that straw. I was like, oh, I ain't getting to that moment. It is so, Nick. Can you? Are you also conscious of making her feel a priority over the money? Priority over the money, right? Because I because I get what you're saying, not throwing the money over, which is a which is an amazing point. But then there's prioritization, right? So your practices aren't short. Right, the travel on the road, it's not easy. It's a lot that goes into that. So how do you make her feel a priority or have you, are you conscious of that? I made her feel a priority? I, well, shit, I don't, I, I don't mess up, I mess up all the time. <laughs> he said she won. <laughs> I've known her since high school, so I feel like we just, we was friends too. So like, there's somebody I would talk to even when we wasn't together and I was just going through shit. And we just talked through everything, so. I feel like I got lucky. How you handle the priorities? I think it's just being present. I think sometimes you, it's like you, it's like you looking at somebody, but it's like, and you can see through their eyes that they're not there. And I think sometimes when you, your priorities to prioritize your moments. Like I feel like as a husband, it's like your wife is talking to you. It's like you have to like just whatever you were thinking about, just get that out your head and really listen to her. Cause she asking you questions and you answer it. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. And but then at the same time, when you tell her something, you want her to give it's a deep conversation with you. So respecting her time is a sense of being oh. given present. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I'm not. That's that's not hard. What the hell you want? <laughs> <laughs> Look, man. I, I mean, I gotta ask then though, right? So you got 16 years. So how she feel about Iggy? Ah! Look, where we at now? Look, I mean, we gonna. 
if we go, if we go, no, no, and that's clear that was off. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that's got an impact. Yeah. Damn, bro. That, that hit my pockets a lot. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talk to that. I don't yeah, even know yeah. what that means. What you mean? Yeah, what you mean, bro? Yeah. Yeah, I got put on child support at that time. Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. Damn, bro, you went. Y'all, that was. <laughs> the life. It's it's off, it was off and on because. That's the impact, right? That's the reality of it. Did you decide to make it work because of that? Because of the money? Don't answer that question. Hell no. Nah, I just, I, I always loved her. Like, it don't matter what, I knew I was always going to come back to her. Like, even though I was being me, I was being the dog, I was doing what I was doing, I knew at the end of the day, if she was going to be there, I was going to, that's what I wanted to be with. But she, you knew she was always going to be there for you. Yeah. I kind of felt that. I had that vibe. The, the thing that, and the reason why I asked it, right, I was asking you that because ain't nobody perfect, man. Ain't none of us perfect. I don't care if you're an athlete, if you're not an athlete, all that, right? But the way in which you got to deal with the mistakes or the imperfections, they get played out on a different scale, right? So I've messed up. They just weren't celebrities. <laughs> nah, we all do. We all go through our growing pains. Like, no, I'm, I'm curious, bro. How you know she was going to be there when you got back? How you know she wasn't going to find somebody else? Cali just now. <laughs> I just like you know what I mean. I was hoping she would, but like if she did, shit, I don't know, bro. I was just gonna lie. I was doing me. Hopefully she was gonna be there. I know I put her through so much, and like I feel like maybe too, because I feel like sometimes like like you the flesh of having sex or going like it's like you you identifying with that but then it's like you have this spiritual connection that's yeah. beyond the flesh and you really want to have that and with that like with your with your wife like you really had that spiritual connection that you even though you was your flesh was weak I was yeah, yeah, yeah. super weak or whatever I'm not saying because yeah, <laughs> yeah. he went in and kept saying so I was fucking with him yeah, yeah. but I know what you mean though because sometimes you got that spiritual connection to somebody it's like because I've been my wife since high school and it's like so it's like that spiritual connection it's like at some point you put her through so much pain that you like, damn, like, why would I, like, if I, yeah, she was my first love, too. So, like, I, she was my first everything, first love, first girlfriend. And you, Nick, you, Nick Young, did you ever feel pressure to, like, live that athlete NBA life? Nah, I, I always wanted it. Like, even when I was, I felt like I was going to be swaggy all my life, because that's who I was, even in high school growing up. So, I was like. I used to really look at Michael Jackson and then go to the streets and try to dance and shit. Like, <laughs> so I knew I was gonna be who I was. Well, you danced right through that damn situation, man. So, so. <laughs> yeah, we all want to be dancers, right, B? Brandon was a damn Tommy the Clown. No, no. <laughs> Brandon, you was out there crumping. Now nah, we know some real LA shit if you was out there crumping. You know what's crazy about y'all was talking about women. Y'all was talking about women. Y'all was talking about like what when like I feel like like when we watch athletes, right? I feel like like I'd be looking at an athlete how he played because of his household. Like like how his household, like how like like how connected he is with his woman. Because I feel like, okay, we athletes, right? We always on the road. We always I feel like athletes that play well or athletes that have a successful career is because they household, because they woman, or whatever their team is behind closed doors. So you know, you just got to look at it like that. Like for every youngin that's coming up that want to be an athlete or that wants to like, you know, that's girls waiting. You got to understand like the woman that you want to be with. You got to make sure that she makes sure you're good for 
your every season. But also, I, feel, I also feel like I agree with you too because I also feel like why is it monogamy cool? Like, like why why isn't it cool? Like, it's like this is idea of like you gotta be. It's like but the cherishing of somebody that cherishes you at this level, this spiritual level that when you you so connected, like. I feel like that's the reason why I won't cheat is because I pr- I want to protect that feeling of of having that essence of giving it to each other that it's like dang like this is beyond everything this is about like if you see this person about to die you gonna jump in front of them because you love them so much that you want to give up your life in that at the time I was still jump in front of a bullet for it but I would still do my thing <laughs> you know what you know what though I love that like, I will take a bullet for it but I was still but here's the whole word right y'all are high performers. And sometimes what you're saying is you got to have everything in order, man, to be the highest performer. And you talking about your household. Yeah, that's what you got to have everything in order. But it's like that relationship is so much more important than the world. Yeah. Like the world, it's like when you alone and you and everything gone and you nobody love you no more. And it's just that it's just this person that care about you in a way that nobody else could care about you. This 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 love that people chase, this love that everybody's chasing to have. Like that doesn't come every well, you can up by doing something dumb because you try to be like yeah. something on Instagram. I gotta have this. You gotta, yeah. Listen, Michael, Michael, the monster on the field, and he just said the softest shit ever, man. I love it. It was beautiful. I appreciate you, man, on that one. Look, I agree with you, and I think that um, it starts early on, right? So when we're kids, and all of our idols are, um, we don't see any example of people being monogamous, right? We don't see any example of people saying, "Yo, this is my woman. I would do anything for her." Right. All we see is um, the popular guy, the popular basketball player, the rapper and just being in the streets. Right. So as as youngins, if our idols are doing that, we grow up saying that's what I want to do, too. Right. So I'm just saying that for for the most of us, that's that's, we grow up. We grow up. That's how we grow up, though. Right. We saying, yo, this is this is what I want to do. But also, too, with the thing about Michael Jordan and stuff, it's like it's two different types of idols, you know, idolizing somebody yeah. because of what they do, but idolizing somebody for who they is is another, that's a whole yeah, nother topic. That's, like, that's why hip hop today is terrible, social media is terrible, and that's why it's no, it's not a lot of like, you know, like couples and relations because we don't promote it. Like, like we're not promoting, we're just promoting fucking, like, no, no, I'm, I'm, no, 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 but I'm just saying, we, everybody follows what they see, everybody feel like they gotta be the freshers or whatever, and every, a lot of people are not living reality today. But when Mike say, when, when, when Mike say it's not cool. They live in highlight. Yeah. Yeah, they live in what they see on social media. Yeah, for sure. But when Mike say, yo, monogamy is not cool, it's just because we don't see the cool niggas doing it. That's it. So when we get when we become those those people, the influence, then we need to show more. But every cool nigga is doing it. Kanye. No, he's not. He's divorced. Damn, he was doing it for 10 years. He's divorced, so he's not cool. Right, so you you highlighted his divorce more than his marriage. I am. Okay, so okay. Jay-Z, LeBron, fucking D-Wade. I can't say D-Wade. Kind of what you mean? Chris you can't Paul. say Dwayne Wade. Say, why you can't say Kanye then? Because he's divorced right now. D-Wade got a divorce too. He, Dwayne Wade is married right now. And what did he do? And he got, and he's happy and he's fine right now. So I can say Kanye. No, you can't. Just, I mean, I mean, I mean, go ahead. I mean, I mean, but go ahead though. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, but they, listen, listen. I love Kanye, but you can say what you want. But you went right back and ran to Jay Z and was all that. Help me, bro. Come on. So you saying if I if I don't mess with you, I can't come back to you later on in life and say, baby. Because when I told you from the jump, don't do it, and you did it. Yeah, watch out, nigga. Yeah, that's crazy. Watch out. That's not true, crazy. I mean, I mean, no.
I mean, no, no, I mean, all right, all right, my bad, my bad. All right, all right, all right. I'm no, I'm just saying, but I talk, I've been telling you. You went and had four kids. Three years later, though, it don't matter. It don't matter. It don't matter. It don't matter. And now you over here asking me for a verse. Told you, homie, that you done hit a chick. Yo, yo, get up and fight, This man mad about that verse. We just summed it up with a verse, so that's it. I like city of angels. Try to chain us down, but society can't tame us. Granny told me gotta be safe, but we stay dangerous. You also bought a book and we already burned the pages. Who you really gonna call when it all get crazy? Who you throwing the ball for that new Mercedes? How you gonna risk it all and do a 180? Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals, to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track. We care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step, but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.